Hello and welcome to episode 46 of the Pump Up The Jam podcast. My name's Jess. And I'm Sam. Welcome back if you're a returning listener. Hi if you're new. Hello, welcome. Hey, hey, hey there. I'm waving quite frantically. I'm not, I'm not waiting. Hi. Hi. I feel like, you know when you're on a TV show and they're like... <laughs> and, uh-huh. and this is Sam Welcome, Sam. Colgate. <laughs> What, like this bloody, who wants to be a millionaire, do you remember? And they use, they wave all the time, like. And they just have to keep waving <laughs> for about 10 minutes. Anyway. Anyway, hello. Hi. <laughs> Obviously a bit hyper, I don't know. We've, we've had the giggles before we started recording, so. That's true. And I have had a coffee today, like a proper coffee. That's a bit naughty, you shouldn't be doing that. I know, but I was shattered this morning. And yeah, it did last me all morning. It was quite a big one. (laughs) (laughs) For God's sake. All right, we can just tell what kind of episode this is going to be. I'm sorry. (laughs) But how has your month been? It's been utterly fabulous, thank you very much. Oh, I like that. Mainly highlights, and I don't think we mentioned it at all. Like they don't know, and I don't know how we forgot. Mm. No, we we saw the vaccines. We bloody saw the Ooh, vaccines. It was so good at the Delaware Pavilion. The Delaware, which can we firstly discuss the acoustics at the Delaware Pavilion? Chef's kiss. Chef kiss. Chef kiss. Chef kiss. Chef kiss. It. They were brilliant. Yeah, honestly, whale of a time. I need to see more bands at the Delaware. And that's exactly what me and Ash have said. We need to go there more for yeah. music. It's amazing. I mean, the show was amazing. Let's just get that straight out of the way. Yeah. Didn't let me down. Mm-hmm. I was singing my little heart out to yeah. every single song. Mm-hmm. And I felt like we had a connection. <laughs> we had a connection. Me and the whole band. Yeah. A whole band. I mean, they did look our way a couple of times, so you probably I, made eye contact. I probably did. Probably. There you go. And very much enjoyed myself. It was, yeah, it was a wonderful, wonderful time. Yeah. I mean, I'm not as big of a fan as we know no. from the podcast, but I, I do, I can appreciate the vaccines. But even though I didn't know all the words to every single song they were still bloody amazing they put on one hell of a show and yeah I thoroughly enjoyed myself I came out buzzing and it was really nice to walk home and be in bed by half 10 after a king <laughs> it sounds so old don't I but it was so nice so Evie and I didn't say so Evie came with us which was yeah. lovely it's not her music at all Mm-mm. and so I was just she was just taking it all in though and she was loving it and she had done some research and listened to the vaccines before she came and she she even got a little t-shirt which she's been strutting around in bless her cute she had a lovely old time i think we all did yeah incredible um we missed we they had two support acts didn't they yeah first one i can't remember what they were called oh my god wax yeah we missed them but then we saw bissy i think Bissy, um, and they were amazing as well. Were I really, really enjoyed them. Really good from Iceland, mm-hmm. weren't they? Um, I really enjoyed them. 
She said, I mean, the highlight for me was the cover. So, yeah, they did a cover song and they said they announced it, didn't they, that this is a cover. Yeah, you'll know that you might recognise this next track. And she started singing and I was like, I don't know what this is. No. Oh, I no. Didn't. And then all of a sudden she got to the chorus and I turned to you with a look of absolute delight, I think is the look that I gave you. <laughs> because she was singing wannabe by the Spice Girls but it was so because you looked at me like as if oh and I was like I don't know what I don't know and then when you were like singing it I was like oh my god because they proper changed it up it was it was completely I have never heard wannabe sung that way so and I can't find it anywhere and it's really upsetting me but it's such a good version so good if you ever get the chance to see Bissy B-S-I just for Mm -hmm. anyone who likes to know Definitely, definitely worth it. Actually, a lot of the songs I quite enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Feminist vibes. Yeah, that's it. Because one of the songs was about like toxic masculinity and all of that. And we were like, yeah. All the girls. All the girls were cheering. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Even um, Evie. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes, Evie. You cheer that. <laughs> you got to. But yeah, no, it was a, an amazing Sunday evening. Definitely amazing to just hear live music again. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely. So in this episode, we'll talk about the albums we've listened to in the last month, the singles we've listened to in the last month. We'll mm-hmm. talk about our records of the month. I'm very excited about mine. Um, our honourable mentions. And then the main theme is Rewind. Throwback. Woo! episode so it's literally an excuse for us because the clocks go back at the end of this month yes they do in the UK I'm not sure how it works everywhere else I don't Um, know I don't know but that's what happens for us we get an extra hour in bed well unless you're a parent and your child gets up at the crack of dawn already yeah uh which is (laughs) pretty much what's gonna happen to me so yeah the clocks go back so we're gonna do a rewind and it's an excuse for us to make the best throwback playlist ever. That you've ever laid your ears on. Oh, nice. Laid your ears on. I liked it. You're welcome already. And you haven't already. even listened to it yet. Unless you... To it. Unless you listen to it first and then listen to the podcast because you were like, this is so awesome. I need to know where it's come from. Maybe. Never thought about it. Or maybe people just listen to the playlist and never listen to the Maybe they just come across it and they don't even know who we are. No, because it is tricky. If you search it up, you just you have to write ep, whatever. Yeah. It's a bit tricky to find. Yeah, that's why we just direct you to the website. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> look there. It's easy. <laughs> One place, everything. And I think that was actually Ian that said that yep. way back in the day. He, he was did. like, you should get a website. So it's all on there. And it is. It's all on there. And then you don't have to keep remembering all the different things all the time and I was like I like that okay and we took it so my first album and I thought because I listened to his EP I thought I would listen to his debut album so Little Nas X oh no oh no no um and it's just called Montero no yeah Montero 15 songs, 41 minutes, 17 seconds. So average. 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 As I said, this is his debut studio album. 
So I think with little Nas X, there's always been a bit of a worry. Well, not me personally. I wouldn't say maybe <laughs> worries me. Maybe <laughs> worries not the right word, but maybe that he could have just been a one hit wonder or just constantly stuck to being kind of gimmicky, a bit of a troll. And that was all that he was going to kind of do. But listening to this album, it's actually got a lot of substance to it, which I was very surprised at. And while there are still songs on there that are sort of in your face and what you kind of expect from him, he actually opens up on a personal level. And it's actually quite refreshing to see him being like that. I did expect more of the same of what we've already heard. So I was a bit surprised to hear kind of some songs that were slower, as I said, a bit more personal. So it's a pop rap album. Again, kind of what you expect. It's a bit more poppy than I expected as well. Again, I thought there was going to be a bit more rap on there. Um, But he does actually sing quite a lot throughout the album, which I didn't know that he could do really. Can he? Yeah, he sounded all right. I don't know if it's sort of auto-tuned. Not obviously like T-Pain auto-tune, you know what I mean. But, <laughs> you know. Or have you heard any new kind of Little Wayne? He's literally all about the auto-tune at the moment. Yeah, no, I can't. We know from past episodes I can't deal with that. But no, I just mean the normal, just keep you in tune, auto-tune. So yeah, I was quite uh, surprised to also hear there was a couple songs with a bit of a rock feel to it electric guitars sort of like rock drums in the back does he just not know what he no i know i don't know it's not like it's not like a total rock in your face like willow changing kind of thing it's a bit more subtle a bit poppier but it's just again i was not expecting to hear kind of tracks with the instrumental being like electric guitars drums and all of that um but that does really because I've heard this theory. Oh God, here we go. You're thinking um, that everything in the world, as we know, you know, decades they move on, then stuff comes back into rotation and becomes quite popular. I really believe that there's going to be like a rock alternative resurgence soon. Well, it's already happening with people like Willow, Billie Eilish, all of that. I really think rock alternative is going to come right back into the mainstream again soon. Yeah, I kind of get that. With Little Nas X, again, it's not like in-your-face rock, but again, I was a bit surprised here. I guess actual instruments, I guess is what I'm saying, um, on his tracks. But yeah, there's some obvious features on there. So like Doja Cat, Megan Thee Stallion, kind of what you would expect. But Elton John is a feature on one of the songs. Now, your face that you're pulling is exactly how I felt because I was like, oh, it's the next track. Oh, no. Oh, I don't know if I can deal with hearing Elton John sing. I know. Yeah, but I like Elton John. But on a little Nas X track. Yeah, that would be a bit bit, I'm a bit like. But then he's doing so much with people at the moment. Yeah, like. um, There's loads of stuff. What's uh, her name? That's it. Yeah, I know <laughs> who you're talking about. Julia Leeper. But, but, but I was very surprised and very happy. He does not actually sing. He just plays the piano on the track. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it actually was quite a good 
track actually but overall I think it is actually quite a good album I think you would even enjoy it to some extent I think you definitely makes you see him as more of a serious artist I say in quotation marks sometimes it does feel a little bit one note and sometimes I think you do miss the sort of in your face lyrics and visuals that he's kind of known for at the moment but yeah it was really cool just to see him showing more depth and actually showing who he is so yeah surprised I liked it it was overall good wouldn't listen to it as a whole but there were some tracks that I really liked and they were Industry Baby which we know featuring Jack Carlo One of Me featuring Elton John and then Lost in the Citadel lovely that sounds like you very much enjoy Little Nas he's all right he's okay I don't dislike him. He does actually make very catchy songs. I'll put it like that. But it's not a bad album. Give it a go. Probably not you personally, but (laughs) you listener. I will listen to the songs that are on the playlist. (laughs) But then you might be like, oh my God, Elton John playing piano. That might might pull me in. Might sway you. Who knows? Who knows? (laughs) So the first album that I listened to was Ray Black, Access Denied. It's 14 songs, 41 minutes and 43 seconds. I am pretty sure I've spoken about Ray Black on plenty of occasions. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'd like to think... She's been on enough of our playlists for people to kind of know what to expect with Ray Black. So yeah. essentially she is a singer and a rapper. She's got a beautiful voice. And this is an R&B rap album. More R&B than rap, but she does kind of rap. There's something running through it for everyone. So there's like little hints of Afrobeat. There is like your pure R&B kind of sound, like love song R&B sound. And then there is like trap kind of drums, that kind of thing. Um, But what runs through it in its entirety is her kind of authenticity. So she's really, she's one of those people who, if you ever read anything where she's had an interview or, or if you watch an interview with her, she's really, it's really important to her, I think. What comes across is that it's really important to her to be authentic and to be mm. herself. That just comes through in this album. She's really true to herself. One of my favourite lines in the album is, fuck it, I don't need a diet, full figure, six figures, get your N-word. Nice. And I was just like, yes, queen. I feel that. I, I like that. I feel that. <laughs> um, I very much liked it. And the first song, Black Madonna, talks about her goal of being the Black Madonna, making music that she would listen to. And I just think that is exactly what she's bloody doing. Yeah. That's exactly what she's doing. There's an amazing skit on the album. It's called Lauren's Skit, which is basically a girl leaving a voicemail for what I assume is going to be her ex-partner because she's found out he's cheating. Ooh. And it's it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I just think yes yes nice I can't you wait go, to girl. listen to that I love her I love her vibe I love her ethos I just I just love her and everyone should listen to this album nice uh so I've got my fav- favorite songs on this are Love Sick Smoke featuring Koji Radical Games featuring Gigs well Ooh. I love that song and I love me a bit of gigs nice. um, and dark skinned 
Nice. I will so, have to check out, I think. I love her. She's just so talented. Yeah, you have mentioned her, I think, a, a handful a of times. A handful of times. So I think I will check it out, definitely, and see see what it's like. My next one is by an artist called Elk, and the album is called No Pain For Us Here. So it's only 10 songs, 38 minutes, 28 seconds. So very short. So the artist's real name is Kayla Granger. Graninger? Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. She's from Nashville, so she's a musician and a model. She is stunning. I've seen the picture of her. She's stunning. This is her debut album. So the only reason I actually found out about this was because Zach Farrow from Paramore, he's the drummer for Paramore, um, was a big part of this project. He produced this album um, and he also plays the drums on it, obviously makes sense. When I listen to the albums, I like to sort of research into it, obviously get to know a little bit about it because we like a fact. Yeah, on this podcast, we like a fact. But also, I just like to sort of know what other people are saying about it. But I couldn't actually find much about this album or oh. Elk anywhere, which really surprised me because you have like people like Zach Farrow and even Hayley Williams was talking about it on her story. So it does surprise me a little bit. But it's very like art pop slash indie pop. Um, it has sort of like an old school feel to it. Um, so sometimes I got like a bit of a hint of the Beatles in there, a bit of Joy Division, David Bowie sometimes as well. Nice. With some 80s sort of chucked in there too. So some synth type of stuff in there a little bit. Um, so it just has like a really fi- a chilled out feel about it. Um, again, I'm just surprised that more people aren't talking about this album, but I don't know if she's just not very well known at the moment, which again, really surprised me but i've put it's a gem of a find i really liked it gem of a find yeah um so the songs that i liked were no pain rinse repeat and mothers lovely there you go so my next one (laughs) is by a lady called neo and it's called and then life was beautiful it's 13 songs 45 minutes and 13 seconds i don't know why i made 13 two different words then but there you go 13 um (laughs) (laughs) uh, so i think i might have spoken about neo before but it probably was just a one-off and a single yeah and if i didn't then she was probably on a list somewhere somewhere that you made that i made (laughs) (laughs) um she's got a really unique voice it's really soft but it's really impactful and she has a lot of range okay she kind of reminds me of a mix between kind of Arika Badu, Ashanti, and Mary J. Blige. Oh, okay. It's an R&B album. And it pulls in kind of soul and Afrobeat sounds. I think Afrobeat's really, really just there at the moment. I feel like everyone is pulling on the Afrobeat kind of rhythms. And I'm loving it. Yeah. Really, I'm loving it. So she's a British artist and her music has been branded as wonky funk. Okay, I've never heard that before. Nor have I, but, I quite oh like my God. it. And it does it does explain 
kind of what to expect. Yeah. The album's about love, loss and relationships, so the classic R&B album combo. Yeah. <laughs> My fave songs are Messy Love, Antidote, which features Adekanelli Gold, I'm not sure if I'm saying their name properly, um, and Woman featuring Leanne Le Havis. Nice. Nice. Uh, woman is my favourite. It's your favourite. And it's fave. called a woman too. It's called a woman too. And it's Ooh. by a woman, by two women. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> All of that jazz. Yeah. You're nuts. You're crazy. Okay. It's the coffee. And I had a proper Coke today. Not a, not a full fat Coke, oh. but, but a caffeined Coke as opposed to a non-caffeined which is what I normally have. Well, you really went the full <laughs> slog today, didn't you? And I made two brownies. And obviously, you have to test the mix to make sure it tastes okay. Yeah. And I had to test the chocolate that went in the brownies to make sure that was, you know, okay. So, all in all, I've had a lot of sugar and chocolate and caffeine. You're hyped. I'm on a hype train. Not going to sleep later. <laughs> So my next album goes very nicely on from yours. So it is Shaka. So I haven't listened to it yet. I haven't listened to it yet. It's on my list of (laughs) things to listen to and I just have not got to it. And I feel bad. I feel like the worst fan ever. And I even spoke about it last month. Yeah. So I do feel like a little bit of a letdown, but I'm glad you've done it because at least then it's still on the podcast. It's all right. I've pulled through. It's all right. You've pulled through for me. It's about time, to be fair, because I've done it for you a couple of times. Well, that's a bit rude. True, though. True. I had to book the vaccine ticket, so you're lucky that we got some. That's true, because I was was journeying at the time, in and Mm. out of reception. Mm. Mm. So the album is called Road Trip to Venus. So it's 19 songs. 19 songs. I looked at that and I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah, that's a lot of songs. 54 minutes, 53 seconds. I mean, it's quite a long album. It is, but I'm going to put it out there. It didn't feel that long, that so good. it was okay. I would so, expect it to, to be honest. I've put in capitals, his Ooh. debut album, four exclamation marks. Like, what the fuck? I also put, like, WTF. This took 10 years to come out. This is mental. So it follows, he's had four EPs and a mixtape. Um, but again, researching into it, there's a couple of things that I pulled that I wanted to bring up because I thought they just kind of show who he is as a person. It makes me appreciate him even more. Um, so he said on social media, took 10 years, therapy, a whole lot of re-up. I'm not cool enough to say that. And a family of humans who actually fuck with me to bring this album to life. That's sweet. Well, he is cute, isn't he? But there, there's something else coming in a minute that made me feel. <sighs> I love it. You get the feels. Yeah. So Aww. it seems like he's been with three major labels who told him it's not the right time to release an album. And that oh. blows my mind. Three major labels basically were like, no, don't, you can't release a full length album. Well, they're idiots. They're idiots. <laughs> idiots. Um, so, and it's also mostly produced by himself as well, which is very cool. Legend. But this is the part that made me love him and appreciate him even more. So when he was, um, I can't remember where it was from, but when he was speaking about the concept of the album, 
He said, the title of the album represents my journey of love and its many shades. It says that women aren't listened to enough. It implies that the answers to all my questions in love can be found in Venus. It implies that we as men can listen more. And if not, it at least says that I'm trying to. Oh, I just, just love let him. that sit there. I just fucking love him. <sighs> Gosh, That's what the man! man we need. That's the man we need. <laughs> He's so cute. That's what we need all men to be like. Yeah, surely. He's surely. he shows that he's trying, which is the main thing. So yeah, talking about the actual album, the music, as this is a music podcast. Oh, this album shit. is exactly what you expect. You get what you expect. And you can't be mad at it because this is his debut album. <laughs> like, what the hell? Um, he's so good at making upbeat, playful hits, as we know. And he's just got an amazing vocal range as well. He really has. Oh, I can't wait to listen to it. I feel so bad. You don't have to feel bad. I do feel you bad. Get... I feel awful. No, you get the experience of listening to it for the first time. So I'm jealous of that. But it, yeah, it's so nice hearing a full-length album from him. I mean, because he's been around for so long, it doesn't really feel like a debut album in that sense no. because it's so polished and is such high quality. But yeah, it doesn't disappoint and I'm glad he's finally being able to release this um, because, yeah, he's just incredibly talented uh, and he's a great songwriter as well. So I can't wait for you to listen to it. I'm very excited to listen to it. So my favourite songs were Don't Mind Waiting slash Do Better, When You Grow Up, and Thank You. And I think Thank You actually uses, he samples another Shaka song, which I appreciate. Nice. I like that too. You'll, you'll recognise it once you will hear I? it. Will I? I probably will. You will, because I did. Oh. And I was like, oh, yes. I was is like, I say, know this. Is it Say Nada? Can't I can't tell you. It is. It's <laughs> gotta be. Can't tell you. I can tell by your reaction. Of course can't, it is. I can't tell you. It's a surprise. All right. It's a surprise. <laughs> I can't wait to I need I'm do you know what? I'm gonna listen to it tomorrow on my way back from dropping Noah's nursery. There you go. That's when I listen because I told you. So I did start listening to it. We had this conversation pre-show. Mm-hmm. I did start listening to it. I put it on. Then I got distracted by a work call and then had to do some, well, I was already doing work, but I wanted to concentrate on the music, so I had to stop listening to it. And I just haven't had the opportunity to listen to it since. And I want to pay it attention. I don't want to listen to it whilst I'm doing other things. So I feel like the bus journey home is the best time to listen to it. (laughs) So the next album that I want to talk about (laughs) is Jordan Reiki, What We Call Life. So I was going to listen to this. But then I didn't. (laughs) But then I didn't. You listened to Shaka instead, which is fine. Um, So it's 10 songs, 43 minutes and 12 seconds. I think that's quite long for 10 songs. Yes. But it didn't feel long whilst I was listening to it. So that's the good good. good thing. Um, So for for our dear listeners, we talked about Jordan Reiki a while back now. We got a little bit obsessed with him. on the podcast (laughs) after hearing his voice on the track typical by nightmares on wax i think Mm -hmm. that was when we first heard him um and he's also worked with loyal karna disclosure and tom mish yes loads his voice is just wonderful 
and so oh. is this album. It's quite a vulnerable album, and um, I read into it a bit, and it said uh, that it's inspired by his personal journey through therapy. Oh my gosh! Um, and its depth is just incredible. It's it's really good. You know, this is how I was. This is what I was thinking. So I've listened to it more than once. And you know, sometimes when you watch a film like a second or third time, you you catch bits that you didn't see before. Yeah. And you kind of it adds another layer to the film. It it points you in the direction of something that was happening at the time that is based or or you know, if it's now then it points to something that's happened. Yeah. And this album is like that so on the second third time like the first time you listen to it you can tell it's vulnerable he's telling a story he's he's got stuff to say and I think you hear more the more you listen to it and I think that is that for me is clever that's clever songwriting yeah and that's clever just musicality um, it's layers like an onion yeah it's like an onion but this and I read an article actually between kind of dinner and and speaking to you mm-hmm. um and they picked up on it as well so I felt like oh good it's not just me <laughs> I feel validated I, do, I did feel validated <laughs> I felt validated I feel like sometimes I don't know about you but doing the podcast I get a bit of imposter syndrome and think what oh, the fuck am I doing 100% <laughs> I always think oh my god why are you saying that because you don't know <laughs> you don't like, know about yes. music <laughs> Um, so it was nice to read stuff that I was thinking, you know, by someone who's employed and paid to write their, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> write their thoughts. Um, <laughs> so there's a there's an eighties kind of synth that shows up throughout the album. It just there's just like hints of it here and there. It's not really. Mm. I don't feel like it's a theme in the album. I just feel like you pick up on it quite a lot. It's obviously something that a sound that he's going with at the moment. It's got a hint of jazz, a hint of soul, and it's slightly indie. I just really like it. It's just a really lovely album. And my favourite songs are Family, Clouds and Wings. I've heard Family. Family is very good. Family is beautiful. It's really beautiful. It is beautiful. That is correct. And his voice is beautiful. It is. It's really beautiful. So again, I do need to listen to it. I just went to, started playing the first track and then I backed out. Same thing. Listened to something else. So no, because I didn't enjoy it. Is it just I the just... vibe? You needed a different vibe that day. Yeah, it was just like okay. That. Well, I should have known because it's because it's Jordan Reiki. But I was just like, yeah, no, I need to go listen to something else right now. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on this vibe today. Yeah, no, but I I will listen to it and listen to it again. You need to listen to it more than once. You need to find those layers, like two times, three times. I think I've probably listened to it three times. Okay. So my last album this month is by an artist called Black Hippie. And the album is called If You Feel Alone at Parties. So it's 11 songs, 41 minutes, 54 seconds. So it is their debut full-length album. So their Spotify bio was quite interesting. So this is how they describe themselves. Sad boy indie rock band from Memphis, Tennessee, trying to show black kids they can be weird too. Nice, I like it. Good vibe. Sounds like okay. I'm here for it. Okay. I'm here for it. And then it goes on to say recommended if you're a fan of the strokes, but like your songs a little more moody. (laughs) 
moodier so, than the strokes. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So it really reminds me of the band American Football. Um, I think I've spoken about them before, but it, yeah, really sad boy music is just the best way to describe it. Think of Joji, but even sadder. Oh, blimey. <laughs> Yeah, this is why it would not be for me. (laughs) Um, So it has like a lo-fi rhythm and blues indie feel to it. There's themes of escapism, loneliness and grief. So yeah, very sad. Um, You need to be in a certain place to listen to this because otherwise you just won't. You need high resilience. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you're in a really happy mood, don't listen to it. Yeah. So it's an interesting listen, I've said. It gets straight to the point of what kind of record it's trying to be. So you know right from the outset, right, this is the mood they're going for. So there's like warped guitar noises, sort of rickety drum beats I've put. But once you listen to the songs, you'll understand what I mean. Um, And there's some like crooked vocals as well. Again, I know it sounds a bit strange, but once you listen to it, you'll know what I mean. Um, And then I've put, it's sort of almost like it takes old pop tropes and plays around with them, but they add their own oddness to the mix, kind of like a bit arty rock and very like poetic kind of thing. But I think this is a project that you'll either get or you won't. Um, I think Black Hippie has a very unique aesthetic. So if you're a fan of sad boy music, then it'll be right up your street. If not, (laughs) <laughs> don't bother basically um but my favorite songs were if you feel alone at parties bunk bed and last words lovely well not well it doesn't sound very lovely to be fair but yeah <laughs> don't really know what else to say so my last albums quite probably uh what's the word that i'm looking for mm, quite predictably is the vaccines back in Love City? <gasps> Shock horror! Shock. Oh my god! Shock! Thirteen songs, forty-five minutes and fifty seconds. I'm not sure if we mentioned it at all, but we went to see them this month. Did we? I think I forgot about that. I didn't. Did we? No. Yeah. Nice. I'm pretty sure the amount of times I've listened to this album because I was so excited about going and so excited afterwards. <laughs> um, they're going to be very, very. Oh, I just hit my mic. Um, they're going to be very, very high on my wrapped. I, I feel <laughs> I just had such a good night and I've wanted to see them for such a long time. It's made my year, quite frankly. It's made my good. Year. I'm glad. So it's a fabulous album from start to finish, but I'm not going to say anything bad about it, am I? (laughs) There are some definite kind of indie pop standout tracks. For me, this is their poppiest album so far, but it is a kind of a concept album. And I think that comes across in terms, especially with the intro song, the Back in Love City song. When I read into it, it's inspired by dystopian ideas mixed with Las Vegas and Love Hotels in Tokyo. Yes. And that absolutely makes sense. It doesn't make sense. If you were to read that to someone, they would be like, like, what? What are you talking about, you weirdo? Actually, when you listen to the music on the album and you listen to them, it all makes sense. So to me, it's about love, loss and survival. But needless to say, I love it. And these are my favourite tracks. Wonderlust, which is what they opened with. 
That was great I was opening. Very excited. It's such a good song to open. Yeah. With. Um, Jump off the top and People's Republic of Desire. Nice. I feel Very like good. I've mentioned a lot of their songs recently in the last two episodes. So I'm just basically, if you put the last three, if you put these three episodes together, you'll probably have the album. Do <laughs> you have the whole album? Yeah. But really? that's fine. That's fine. Because they're great and they're amazing live. So if you ever get the chance or think, oh, should I do it? They're amazing. Go see them. You're welcome, the vaccines. You're welcome, the vaccines. That's free, what we've just done. Some publicity for you. You're welcome. We love you. I love you most. That is true. I won't dispute that. (laughs) I love you the most. So, singles. Singles, you've got more, so you need to go first. I'll go first. So my first single is Everybody, Everybody, which is Faithless's new single. Oh. I know, actual new music from I've Faithless. I've not heard not just this. a remix. <laughs> new song. Nice. There are a lot of Faithless remixes out at the moment, which, I mean, you sent me one the other day. Yeah. I love the remixes, but this is just new, actual new music. It's a new tune with a cool vibe. This is what I've written. Nice. It's a new tune with a cool vibe that makes me want to go out clubbing and uses a really cool sample. Everybody dance now. It just reminds me of the American Office, that song, though, unfortunately. <laughs> Steve oh. Carell with a speaker to the ceiling. If you know, you know. You know. I didn't know that they were releasing new music. I, again, I saw that remix the other day, but I didn't know that there was anything It's literally new. come out in the last week. Oh, okay. So it's new, new. New, 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 new. New, new. New, new. So my first one, very interesting, because I I didn't know that you were actually going to mention this artist, but it's very fitting. Nightmares on Wax. (laughs) How weird is that? Um, Their song Own Me featuring Hayley Supreme. So it's got a very 70s soul, funky vibe to it. Kind of what you expect if you know what Nightmares on Wax sounds like. Um, And then Hayley Supreme, his voice is really amazing on it. Very funky and I I enjoyed it. So, yeah. So my next one is Your Heart, Joiner, Lucas and J. Cole. Now, this is literally a combination that Ian and I have spoken about since we heard Joiner Lucas. We were like, they would be amazing. Have you said it on the podcast? I feel like you said it on the podcast too. Probably. I genuinely think Take it. flow matches and this song proves me right. Yeah, it's epic. It's Fire really, emojis. Really good song. And it's not... So I was going in thinking it was going to be hard hitting, boom, 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 but it's not. It's actually quite chill, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And it, it was really, yeah, really, really love it. It hasn't disappointed at all. They totally complement each other. I was just about to say that. I really hope there's more. Like, I I want there to be a whole album. That would be amazing if they did that. Tina and J. Cole, full album. I feel like people would want it. Come on, bring it out. I do feel like people would be all over it. Yeah. I mean, there is the the issue that J. Cole did say he wasn't going to feature on anything anymore. And literally this last month, he's been in about three or four songs. (laughs) So I'm just like... So what happens then? Why did he say that? And now he <laughs> just can't help himself, can he? <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Okay. I'm not bothered by it at all. No, I'm I know really you're not. 
really exciting. Yeah. Anything, mm-hmm. and especially the both of them, like, yeah. I would listen to anything they made, anything they're in, mm-hmm. anything they're on, I'll watch yeah. it, I'll read it. <laughs> anything, I'm just sold, I'm it. there. Just there. Just... Before they've made it, I'm there. Yeah. I already know, but I'm I'll there. Help them. I'll help them. I'll bring them tea. It's fine. So my next one is by an artist called Q, and the song is called Take Me Where Your Heart Is. So I found it on a random playlist. When it started, I was like, is this Childish Gambino? (laughs) No. (laughs) It's Q. No. But I was like, is this Childish Gambino? What is this? I looked. No, it's Q is the artist's name. But yeah, this song has a very like 70s, awaken my love, childish vibe to it. So of course, I am all over it. But his singing voice, yeah, it's very similar to Childish Gambino's voice. So again, yeah, I'm all over it. Um, And clearly, I'm just appreciating the kind of 70s vibes this month. So yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. Um, and I've gone away and I've listened to a couple of his other tracks because, you know, when you just hear it and you're like, oh, that's that's my vibe. Ooh, that's my so vibe. I need to listen to a bit more of his stuff. I think um, he had an album come out in June, so I'm going to listen to that as well. Cool. Nice. Yes. I love it when you find stuff. Yeah, when you're mean? like, oh, what is this? And then you're like, right, I need to... I, need, I must know more about you. Yeah. And then you become a stalker on Spotify. That happens mm. to me quite a lot. Do you follow them on social media as well? No, not always. Oh, so you're not yeah. that much of a stalker then? No, just on Spotify. I just end up going through their back catalogue. And then what that normally does is you get to the end of their like essentials. And then it takes you on to like a radio based on the essentials. And then you fall in a rabbit hole of finding all these other people that you now like. Yeah, and you're like, I don't have enough time. Not got enough time to (laughs) give all these people the attention they require. And And they deserve. (laughs) So at the same time. That's because we're sisters. Linked psychically. So the next song, (laughs) the next song I'd like to talk about is "You and I" brackets all I need, which is by Karen Harding. Oh, I freaking love Karen Harding! Mm -hmm. And this song is an amazing dancey tune with her lovely voice, and it just makes me do a little bop when I hear it. Nice. That's what we need. What we need in our lives. Yeah. More Karen Harding, and I think you'll like it very much. Oh, will I? Oh, I think so. We'll have to see, won't we? Yes, we yeah. will. So my next one is another, it's a band that we've again spoken about. Uh, Bissy. Oh, you know, the support yay. act. The support That's act lovely. that we saw. I don't know again if we mentioned it, that we saw the vaccines. Saw the vaccines. Um, <laughs> and they were one of the support acts. Um, so, right, I'm going to try and pronounce this word and I hope I don't butcher it. I apologise. I said Sam said earlier they're from Iceland. So Vesterbyche Beach, the song is called. Vesterbyche no. Beach. I think you've done very well. I feel like that's right. I hope so. I had to Google it before. So if it's not my fault, I've just gone off what some other guy has said. So hopefully <laughs> it's right. Um, that guy is right. But this song is very like indie, beach vibes, and it's just a very fun song. And I think this is one of the ones that they played um, when we saw them live. 
And yeah, they're just really fun. There's only two of them. Yeah, drummer. And then was it a bass guitar he had or a normal guitar? And then he goes through the little pedals, doesn't he, to change different sounds and stuff. It's very clever. I think it was a bass guitar, but I am not. Maybe don't quote me on that. It's because I'm not an expert. Yeah. Just in case people didn't know, <laughs> I'm not an expert. They're commenting are like, that's not a guitar, thank you. That's a bass guitar, actually. It's mm. not actually a guitar at all. It's actually I just a keep burping. I'm so sorry. Disgusting. <laughs> so my next one is Wet Dream by Wet Leg. Ooh, this is and a I good song. I sent this one to you because I was like, this is your vibe and I am loving it. Went straight so, in my basket. I did. <laughs> did it straight in the old basket. <laughs> um, so they're a female Isle of Wight two-piece band. Woo! Listen to who they're inspired by and if this does not whet the appetite as to what the song sounds like, I don't know what will. They're inspired by the Ronettes, Jane Birkin and Bjork. There you go. One Perfect. to watch is what I've written. Yeah. Yep, and yep, I yep. am following on yeah, Spotify. Because, oh. again, you sent it, and I did that thing where I was like, oh, I need to hear more. They don't have a lot on there. And I was like, what? I need, I need more from nothing. you. Do you know why? Because they went to Isle of Wight Festival. Nice. And then they both decided they were just going to start a band, so they did. Nice. Yeah, imagine just... Just, just starting start band. band. Oh, okay then. Let's do it. What should we call ourselves? Wet leg. Done. Wet leg. <laughs> well, they come from the Isle of Wight. Kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. I don't oh, know. Oh. I'll learn the bass. Do, 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 do. I'll learn the bass. Yeah. What would you do? Drums. So we need a singer. <laughs> so none I of us. Could we not Evie. just do instrumentals? Evie. Evie. There you go. Sorted. And we could be we could be called Gemini. Because we're all there Gemini. Go. There, you go. there you go. Boilers, everyone. Watch Look this out space. For single. It won't happen. <laughs> After I learned to play the drums. <laughs> yeah, you've got to learn to play. I feel like the bass I've got that a bit easy. Well not easy, but you it's easier than the drums, I feel. Yeah, I maybe. I don't know. I did still have no plans <laughs> at school. Yeah. 25 years ago so maybe it's routine it's in there maybe i don't know we could be a steel pan um so my next one is mum jeans you remember oh, mum jeans? jeans um they've released a new track it feels like they haven't released anything new in ages and the song's called what's up so again it's sort of what you expect it's a similar kind of pop punky kind of vibe to it but it sounds a little bit more poppy than normal but I'm okay with it. Yeah. It's rocky. And it's mum jeans. I enjoy it. Again, I saw it and I was like, well, I'm going to like it before I even press play. Like so, it. yeah. I like it. I'm done. Like I'm it. sold. Straight in my 2021 playlist. <laughs> Straight in my 2021 basket. Exactly. Um, so the next song I'm going to talk about, and I feel like you're going to give me the look when I say who it's by. The next song I'd like to talk about is Try Bones by Gregory Porter and Troy Miller. I just like how when you said, right, the next track, you put your head down so you couldn't, you wasn't looking at me. It's fine. I, know, I don't I mind. A little bit of judgment. 
It's like, oh, no. she's talking about this guy again. No, it's not judgment. It's just like, oh, of course. yeah. Of course you've listened to this. Well, I have. Yeah. So Troy Miller wrote and produced it. It's a really mm-hmm. dancey track. Is it? It's not what you're going to expect. No, it's really okay. poppy and dancey, but with his amazing, jazzy, beautiful, tinged voice. I'm intrigued um, now. Find it. He's also announced that he's releasing a compilation album. Again. Um, not to be confused with the greatest hits because he said he feels um, greatest hits are released at the end of a career, but he is young in his career and has more to share. Being released on the 5th of November. Didn't he release a greatest album? No, he hasn't released a greatest hit. He's what was that other one? It's a compilation. So basically, it's previous songs that he's released yeah. on there an are, album. There are new songs on this album. There's going to be, mm. I think, four or five new tracks. I can't remember how many. Mm. Um, and I'm very excited. I don't care. He mm. could sing the alphabet to me and I'd be happy. Well, exactly. His voice mm. is beautiful. Yeah. And he's a talented and musical man. Record of the month. Am I going first? Yeah, you go first. You look like you're excited. I am quite excited because I've literally had this song on repeat. Um, I'm not sure if you would like it. You may have heard it from TikTok, but it's not just famous because of TikTok. I don't think I got there enough to know it from TikTok. Unless the kids are doing it. Oh, no. I I doubt it. So it's Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Okay. And the song is called Go Get a Tattoo, and it's featuring an artist called Lynx. Very rocky, um, but as you can tell by the, the name, it's all about going to get a tattoo, and it just gets me hyped. It gets okay. me hyped. But Frank Carter, so he, obviously, he's in this band, but he's actually a tattoo artist in, in real life as well. So oh. he has the band, and he's got his own tattoo shop. So you can actually just go and get tattooed. Yeah, you can go get tattooed by him. Oh, nice. Which probably is quite weird. And I'm guessing his list, his waiting list would be quite long, I'm guessing. Is he any good? Have you seen any of his art? I think he does like traditional kind of style of tattoos. So, yeah, I think he's pretty good. I think they did, when they released this song, they did do a pop-up event, I think, at the shop. So you could go and get a tattoo for kind of cheap. I say cheap. Not cheap, but you get what I mean. You just go walk in and get a little tattoo, which was cool. But yeah, it just gets me pumped. We're seeing them next year as well, which is crazy. If you haven't heard it, you need to listen to it if that's your kind of thing. It gets me pumped and makes me want to go get tattoos. So yeah. So you're you're being subliminally messaged by this song. To go get a tattoo, yeah. But Links, the feature on it... If you listen to his stuff on Spotify, he is completely different. Like, he's alternative in the terms of, like, not alternative rock. He makes, like, quite dancey. Okay. Weird music. I don't know how to describe it. I haven't listened to it enough, but it's quite strange, his stuff. But it's cool. Anyway, what, what's your record of the month? So my record of the month is by this band, and we've not mentioned them at all this episode. It's by the vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Um, Sorry? The vaccines. The vaccines. Uh, yeah. Oh. Um, and it's off their new album. It's XCT. 
It's my nice. absolute fave off the album. I literally love, I love that song. No, I like that one. It is a good one, that one. I like it. Yeah, it starts off all like slow and then goes into it and I like it. And it's proper within the theme of the album, that one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Ooh. Not predictable at all. Not predictable at all. Sorry, the vaccines. What are they? Pfizer? AstraZeneca? What are they? <laughs> all of them. That was such one a shit joke. <laughs> such a shit joke. Don't put that in. We're not dad jokes podcast. Well, clearly I spend too much time with Ashley Davis because he's the king of dad jokes. I feel he's like practicing. he's actually about 80 years old. Does he practice? Does he make the sounds when he gets up out of a chair? Oh. Sometimes, yeah. And Rex does it as well. When he jumps down, he like grunts. Oh, I'm like, what are you, an yeah, old but man? Stormed, like, uh, like, does this like stretching noise. Uh. Men, cats, who'd have them? Who'd have them? So, notable mentions. So, my first one um, literally was news today. So, this is hot, oh. hot off the press. And it is music related, but Tina Turner has sold the rights to her music back catalogue, image, and name to the music company, a uh, music publishing company, BMG, for $50 million. Sorry? $50 million. She's 81. What's she going to do with $50 million? I kind of thought she'd go a bit higher also. You, you think? think? I know it's 50 like, million is a lot. If we got that, we would be like, oh my God, like crazy. It's equivalent to like 38, I think, in pounds. Okay. 38 mil. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, it's a lot of money. But you know, when you hear like Tina Turner, you think like, whoa, crazy money. Yeah. But that's still crazy. It that is. is crazy. So well, what is she going to do with that money? I don't know. Do we know? I don't know. Maybe it's for her estate. Maybe she's she, future planning. Does she have children? I guess she does. I don't know. I didn't look that far into it. I'm going to have a little look now. Hang on. Turn up family. She's got four kids. Nice. So they're uh, going to be well looked after. Nice. Well Interesting. Done, well done, Tina. <laughs> well done. Give me some of that money, please. All of it. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll be a millionaire. Woo-hoo. 38 times over. And I'm not sharing any. Sorry, mm. Mum. <laughs> I would. That's a lie. That's really mean. I would. <laughs> and then you're like, I wouldn't. So <laughs> I would. We, me and Ian all often talk about if we won the lottery, what we'd, who we'd give money to. Oh, Ash's mum does that. She's got a plan. Yeah, like, she knows. Yeah, we know how we do it as well. So my first notable mention, I feel like actually goes quite well with the main theme anyway. Cool. Rolling Stones magazine. They basically have redone their 500 greatest songs of all times list. Yeah. So reading into it. So for the first time in 17 years, we've completely remade our list of the best songs ever. More than 250 artists, writers, and industry figures helped us choose a brand new list full of, uh, full of historic favourites, world-changing anthems, and new classics. That is a massive undertaking. Can you imagine considering, all, essentially, they've considered all music, all of it. 
Yeah, and I was thinking about this. I don't even know what my top 10 would be. I don't know how you choose it. I don't know. So in 2004, Rolling Stone published its list of 500 greatest songs of all time. It's one of the most widely read stories in our history, viewed hundreds of millions of times on this site. But a lot has changed since 2004. Back then, the iPod was relatively new. Crazy. Weird. And Billie Eilish was three years old. So we've decided to give the list a total reboot. To create the new version of the uh, Rolling Stones 500, we put together a poll of more than 250 artists, musicians and producers, as well as figures from the music industry and leading critics and journalists. So they've had a lot of input, it seems. They each sent in a ranked list of their top 50 songs. So it looks like they put together the results. Nearly 4,000 songs received votes. So they had to whittle it down from 4,000. Where the 2004 version of the list was dominated by early rock and soul, the new edition contains more hip-hop, modern country, indie rock, Latin pop, reggae, and R&B. So more than half the songs here, 254 in all, weren't present on the old list. That's crazy. Wow. The 254 songs have been booted off the top 500 list. Mm-hmm. Ouch. So including a third of the top 100. So the result is more expansive, inclusive vision of pop, music that keeps rewriting its history with every beat. Wow. So, and I've actually listed the top 10 as well, because I feel like if you're listening, you'd be yeah, like, I what? Know I want to know. Top, I want to know what the top 10 is. Go. Right. So top so I want to say before, yeah, I'm going to count down. Nice. Are you going yeah, to do it in a top of the pops style? Yeah, we've got to build suspense. Okay. But I want to say before this, I know there was a few people of the older generations that weren't very happy with this rejig of this list. Well, of course they're not. And I just feel like it's because, again, they're stuck in their ways. So they're not very happy to have kind of hip hop and... You know, everyone that's not Led Zeppelin and the Beatles and all of that on the list throughout. So to be clear, the Beatles and Led Zeppelin are still somewhere on the list. list. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I think they're. I was just trying to make a point. Obviously, I mean, Um, but I think they're just upset that obviously there's newer music on there which listen to i think it it makes sense but it feels more inclusive then i didn't realize that the last one was done in 2004 because that still feels like an old that feels like the list feels much older yes well if you think that is bloody ages ago i was nine years old when that came out yeah but the songs on the list oh yeah 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 yeah, of course but then you know with stream now they've made it more inclusive now yeah um, which I think is a good move. I don't. I think you can't have a top list of ranked songs and not have different genres. I think that's crazy. I think that's absolutely crazy. Then, is it? No. Right. Top ten. Number ten. Outcast. Hey ya. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but again, I'm like, I like that song, but I don't know if I would have it in my top. It wouldn't be in my top ten. I don't like it. Yeah, no, I really like it. But again, it's a bit hard. I don't know. It's not even their best. I wouldn't even say it's their best song, but carry on. Agreed. No, <laughs> agreed. Number nine. Fleetwood Mac, Dreams. Nice. Yeah. I agree with that. I yeah. like that. Number eight. 
and I know this did cause a little bit of a stir. Oh, Missy Elliott, get your freak on. Yes! Woo! Woo! I mean, that Not for me, personally, but... You're wooing for me, other. No, 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 I mean not a stir from me. Oh, I mean, I there was... I saw some videos and people were like, Missy Elliott, top ten. No, and I was like, what do you mean? Sorry. <laughs> she deserves to be on that list, yeah. I think. Yeah. Number seven. The Beatles... Strawberry Fields Forever. I love that song. Yep. Lovely. That's I agree. Does it show you on the list like where they've moved from? I don't think so. Oh, that's sad. But you probably can compare it, but I don't yeah. know how you do that. It's fine. Nerd. I just wondered where that was before. Anyway, carry on. Nerd. <laughs> Number six. It's Marvin Gaye, What's Going On? Nice. Number five. Nirvana smells like teen spirit. Obviously. Yeah. Number four. Bob Dylan, like a Rolling Stone. So Bob Dylan did feature heavily on this list. That Not that I went through me. the whole 500, but when I, every time I was like going down, I kept seeing Bob Dylan. I was like, bloody hell, okay. They clearly like him. Um, <laughs> Number three. Sam Cooke, A Change Is Gonna Come. Oh, lovely. And now this is where so we're into the top two. Number two. And this really surprised me. Public Enemy, Fight the Power. Nice. Number two of The Greatest Number Songs. Number two of The Greatest Songs of All yes. Time. Nice. I mean, it is an amazing song. It's a good song. And then... Number one. Is... Aretha Franklin, respect. Yes. Woo! I love Aretha Franklin. Well, flipping done, and I think actually that is exactly where it should be. Flipping love that song, and yep. he doesn't. No, exactly. Who doesn't like that song. A legend at number one, and yeah. I just think again, even looking at that top ten, the diversity of the genres that you have there. Is just insane, yeah. and I yeah. I Again, like I don't think you can have a top five hundred and just keep it to rock or just hip hop. It's got it has to be different genres, and I just think that's crazy. Yes, I love that. Yeah, but the whole five hundred list is there to look at as well. We're not going to go through five hundred songs. No, that's an episode in itself, surely. But it is worth a look. So the next notable mention that I'd like to talk about is, so as I, th I think I've spoken about it before, the fact that Ian and I watch a lot of the series on Apple TV. And I think I possibly mentioned Ted Lasso before. Yes, you have. Yeah. And I'm going to mention it again because obviously it's won some awards now. I don't know if any oh, of you nice. know. Um, but And it is absolutely spectacular in terms of... You, like I don't particularly like football I love this program it's not about the football it's about the stuff around the football and it is so so clever and I just yeah. really want everyone to watch it I just think it's amazing but in this from a music point of view in this mm -hmm. episode um so the episode that came out that the last episode that I watched was um about a funeral 
which sounds a bit bad. That's very sad. One of the people in the show, her name, she plays Rebecca in the show, and she is um, a theatre actress by trade. She's been in other stuff, but she she theatre is is what she's most well known for. Yeah. And she has sung on a few episodes before, like she did she did a Frozen song. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Um, but in this last episode, she kind of loses what she wants to say at this funeral and ends up singing Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. <laughs> and it's just unexpected but beautiful at the same time. I was yeah. literally sobbing. I've never sobbed to that song in my entire life. <laughs> I was crying, sobbing. Oh, no. Sobbing. It was beautiful. And she's got a lovely voice. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about Ted Lasso really and, and Rick Astley and Rick, Rick Astley. rolled us Rick rolled you all I win bloody hell it's such an emotional, it's an emotional rollercoaster and Apple have been really good at that in terms of the programs <laughs> that they feel like trying honestly has me in tears and fits of giggles in, within minutes mm-hmm. um, it's yeah it's really really good so my next and last notable mention for this month Arlo Parks won the 2021 Mercury Prize for her debut album, Collapsed in Sunbeams. Yes, she bloody well did. Well done, oh, Arlo. so happy for her. So happy. So some of the other nominees that were up for the prize were Wolf Alice, Celeste and Getz as well. There were some other people as well, but that's just crazy that she won. Totally deserved. But it was interesting because, again, just reading the article into it. So the BBC described the album as a tender, intimate record. It draws on painful subjects like depression and anxiety, but maintains a sense of hope. And I was like, that's great. That's a great way to describe it. Um, And then also some of the judges called her a singular voice who demonstrates how to be quietly strong in a world of extrovert noise. That was beautiful. I'm just so proud of her. Yeah, I know. And I feel like her this album really does show you what an intimate album is, if that yeah. makes sense. Like we mm-hmm. are proud of her. We feel like we've on, we're on this journey with her because she shared such We feel like we know her in a way. Like we know her, yeah. And yeah. I that album is just so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And yeah. I'm really I'm so glad for her. Um, so the final notable mention is that the Super Bowl 2022 halftime performers were revealed. Yes. I was so flipping shocked and excited. You sent me this list and I was yep. like, holy fuck. How yes. have they done that? How? It's going to be insane. It is immense. So this is the list. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige and Kendrick Lamar. That's right. I can't fucking wait to see that. You heard her right. Listen to all those names. What the hell? That's a who-who. Who's who of hip-hop? Like, literally insane. And I can't wait. So, we're on to the main theme. Yes, we are. I mean, we're not going to be funny, but I've got a really long list, so I'm hoping for a lot of overlap so that this doesn't become me at the end going and I've got this and this and this and this this, this, like it normally does well I've got 25 (laughs) I've got 25 so that's way more than I normally have so we're just gonna go with it we're just gonna go with it so uh just as a little reminder 
the episode is rewind and because the clocks are going back and so we've just taken it as an opportunity to do a throwback playlist yes we have i feel like it's going to be the best throwback playlist ever that you've ever heard that's right ever really worried that i've missed like crucial songs but that's fine we'll worry about that on a different day (laughs) yeah on a day not today and listeners again as we say at the end of every episode you can always get in touch with us let us know what we've missed what's going on what have we missed so as i've called this episode rewind i feel it only apt to start it with rewind nice I didn't actually do that. I didn't think of that. And now I feel like I'm stupid. You fool. It's fine because I thought about it. <laughs> um, so I'm starting with Outcast, Miss Jackson. Nice. Not Hey Ya then. No, not <laughs> Hey Ya. But that's already going to be on because I listed it. So, you know. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Intergalactic Beastie Boys. Oh, I don't actually have that. Oh, my Now, God. that's the one I thought we were, you know, I was saying earlier. No. I thought we were definitely going to overlap on it. It was a family song. Oh, my God. Not really no. a family song, but you know what I mean. My next one is Modjo Lady. Nice, nice. Uh, hear me tonight. Hear me tonight. Lady. Uh, my next one is Buck Rogers by Feeder. Nice. Thank you very much. I don't have that either, but I'm glad that that's Shocked. on there. Shocked. My third one. Very predictable. Mark Morrison, Return of the Mac. I just feel nice. like you can't. It's got to yes. be on there. Our first overlap. Nice. nice. No one knows Queens of the Stone Age. Ooh, and we did hear that when we went to see that that band. That, that we is haven't what inspired about. that. Nice. With the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that band. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one is Kalise. Andre 3000, Millionaire. Nice. It just came up and I was like... I love that song. It came up and I was like, yes. Yep. I love that song. Um, Oh, I feel like I need to go with one that's similar to that now. I'm going to go Gold Digger, can't you? Oh. Okay, so now that you've, you've spoken about Kanye, I was tempted at that one. But then another one came up on a playlist. So I've gone with Kanye Through the Wire. Oh, that is my favourite Kanye. I love that song. Gets me every time, that one. I'm going to go Smooth Criminal, Michael Jackson. Nice. Predictable. but Yeah, but I don't good. care. Right, so this one you may have, you might not. Mm-hmm. Timberland, The Way I Are. Yeah. Love that <laughs> song very much. Of course I've got it. <laughs> Janet Jackson, Rhythm Nation. Oh, okay. Going with the Jacksons, are you? Okay. I'll see what you're doing. That's exactly what I did. I'll see. I went Michael Jackson. Ooh, Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> My next one, Fatboy Slim, The Rockefeller Skank. Nice. Nice. I have not got that. Okay. So I'm going to go straight up Paula Abdul. Oh, Okay. I didn't expect that, but okay. Um, it's a good song, me and Ian listened to it quite a lot. <laughs> and it was on, sometimes we watch Old Top of the Pops and it was on. Nice, so then you were like, yes, that's that's going, yeah. going right on the list. Yeah. 
My next one's a bit of a throwback for me. <laughs> um, Cascada, every time we touch. Oh, fuck Every on. time we touch, <laughs> I get this feeling. It's a banger. I'm sorry. It's, it's not for me, but it's obviously for you. Every oh. time we touch, I get this feeling. You'll be dancing. As soon as you hear it on the playlist, you'll be dancing. I'll be skipping. Mark my words. Uh, I'm going to go Teardrops, Womack and Womack. Nice. Thank you very much. My next one is one of our favourite boys. Boys, Which plural. One? Rizzle Kicks, Down With The Trumpets. Yay! Thought I'd get them on there because throwback, nice. aren't they? I like that very much. Sex on Fire, Kings of Leon. Yep. Thought you were going to do that one. I did not include that one. Did you not? Oh. Nope. Beyonce, Crazy In Love, obviously. That was mine too. Yay. Obviously. Yeah, I knew that was going to be on both of ours, but I was like, I've got to put it. Take just care. in case. <laughs> uh, Vogue, Madonna. Obviously. You've always got to get Madonna on there, don't you? I love her. I can't help it. I love her. I love old Madonna. Mm. Mm. ODB, Khalees, got your money. Nice. Nice. Yep. Another banger. You're making me high, Tony Braxton. Okay. DMX, X gone, give it to you. Oh, nice. TLC Waterfalls. Yes. I don't have that, but I've got TLC No Scrubs, obviously. Oh, lovely. Because I wasn't, I didn't think about it. And then I randomly came on and I was like, oh my God, of course that's got to go on my list. I can't, it, no. Just can't not. No. California Love, two pack. Nice. Thanks. Wheatus, Teenage Dirt. <laughs> it's my karaoke song, so it's got to go on there. Oh, I don't appreciate you laughing at me. I just knew. I, it's just when you, I had, didn't know you were going to do it. I haven't got it on my list, but when you said it, I was like, of course. Yes, obviously. I'm going to go. I bet you look good on the dance floor, Arctic Monkeys. Okay, so I don't have this. Arctic Monkey songs, but I've got um, Fluorescent Adolescent. Nice. Nice. Uh, Kill the Director, Wombats. Oh, I don't have any Wombats. Oh, my God. Shame What's on you. With me? <laughs> Shame on you. It's fine. Mark Ronson, Amy Winehouse, Valerie. Nice, nice. Obviously. Proud Mary, Tina Turner. <laughs> Can't help it. I just love it so much. Twice in one episode. Bloody hell. Tina. Oh, Tina. 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 Blink182, all the small things. Oh, lovely. Give it away, Chili Willies. Oh, nice. Didn't think of the Chili Willies. Well, that's the one that I was saying to you earlier on. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I need to have them on there. Yeah, you can't. They've got to be on there. No doubt, just a girl. Oh, yes. Nice. Mm -hmm. Mr. Brightside, the killers. Nice. Thanks. Um, <laughs> the Shapeshifters, Lola's theme. Had it on the radio nice. and I was like, okay, I'll take it. The Greatest Seer. Oh. I just love that song. It's a new one. It's Ooh. a new old. Ooh. I just like it. I don't think I even like that Seer song, I don't think. Oh, Shove it up your bum. Yeah. Um, <laughs> throwback again for me, Sam Sparrow, Black and Gold. Oh, good song. That is an amazing song. Where Are You Now, Jack Hughes, Skrillex and Justin Bieber. Ooh. Ooh, that is an amazing song. I like that one. Thanks. Nice. 
the kooks naive. Oh, yes. <laughs> lovely. That's a lovely one. Thanks. I don't want to bring the <laughs> I want to bring the mood down because I've got a sad one. Um Hold on, Wilson Phillips. What's that one? Where is that? The bridesmaids. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The I can't remember how it goes, but I know it's the one at the end that they sing in their dresses. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Well, I'd be shocked if you don't have this. Sean Paul temperature. I have got it. Of course I've got it. Yep. Be faithful, fat man scoop. Nice. Oh Thank my you. God, I didn't have that. <laughs> that would have been one, wouldn't it? That's very... Um, Caesars, jerk it out. Nice. Oh, you keep changing it. I feel like I'm on a on a roll and then you, you chuck something in the mix. Let's I dance, thought... David Bowie. Oh, nice. And it wasn't me for once that brought that song. I know, I know, I know. Sorry. I'm still standing, Elton John. Bloody hell. Do you love me, the contours? Okay. Science Hill Deliver, Stevie Winder. You're slowly improving. Keep on moving, soul to soul. Okay. Fast car, Tracy Chapman. Ooh. You have a go. Um, Dizzy Rascal Bonkers. That's on my list too. Nice. Cream Wu-Tang. Oh, I didn't think about that. Okay, my last one. Is Jay Z ninety nine <laughs> problems? I feel nice. like it's got to go on a nice, go on there. nice. I love that song. Ironic Alanis Morissette. Oh, and let me love you, Mario, because it reminds <laughs> yes. me of you. Because it is a good song. Yeah, song I'm sad. I didn't it, think of that. And it reminds you. me of you. Thanks. That's all right. That was a very quick, let's go. We were like, boom, 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 boom. Because the thing is, I feel like with fire emoji songs, like we have just listed, apart from a few of your questionable choices, and um, yeah, I feel like there isn't much that you need to explain. No, we don't need to explain any of those songs. Well, apart from Cascada, but... I still feel your touch when you see next to me. How can you not like that song? I just still really hate that song. Feel your touch in my dreams. Right, you can stop now. You're embarrassing us both. Why? I mean, your enthusiasm is beautiful, and the face you just did, and you did a mini air grab, so A for effort. And my my thing, my finger was pointing out as I was trying to go up, like it was going to help improve my my voice. It did not. Sorry. No, but again, there's not much that needs to be said about absolute classic bangers. Yeah. I'm sure other people would add other things and as Jess said earlier on you want to add some songs to it hit us up yeah hit us up because again there's a lot there's a lot of music in the world and we're not going to please everyone no but I try to keep it as diverse as possible 
but I just got a little bit excited like I always do yeah so you I think you you can see where you go where I just kind of like oh yes that one oh and that and that and I go here there and everywhere where you're like right yeah Michael yeah Janet <laughs> <laughs> someone could look at your list and be like right I see what she's done there with mine see. here there see. everywhere yeah and sometimes I just hear a song and I'm like oh I'm gonna add that to my list so as usual if you go to our website pumpupthejampodcast.com you can see the links to all of our social media pages and also to the episodes and the playlist that we banged yes. about all the way through. Yes, you can. <laughs> Every song that we've mentioned today will be on the playlist. In fact, Jess is so clever that she does two playlists now. One of the songs in their entirety from start to finish and one just of the main theme. So if all you've come here for today is to hear about throwback songs, boom. Playlist, yeah. just throwbacks. She's a clever girl. What more can you say? It's all right. You're, you're yeah. welcome. So there you go. It's been wonderful. I've enjoyed myself very much. October, done. October. Bloody October. It's nearly Christmas. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. So only a couple of episodes and it'll be a Christmassy one. Christmassy one. We have actually got a Christmassy one. I'm very excited about the Christmassy one. So yeah, again, if there's any songs that we missed out, let us know. Let us know what you've been listening to. Speak to us. All that jazz. Reach out. Yeah. Like the four top song. All I'm thinking of is reach out and touch. Hey, whereas I'm doing reach out. Come on, reach out for me, girl. (laughs) Did you like that? That was that was good. I like that. That's gonna keep that's gonna stay. (laughs) Okay, I don't mind. I'm actually quite proud of it. (laughs) (laughs) Um yeah, as always, we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. And well, peace. And we'll see you, speak to you next week. I was going to say next month. Next month, November. November. Oh my gosh. Have a good Halloween. Spooky season. Spooky season. Enjoy. Get lots of sweets. Yeah. See ya. Bye. (laughs) Bye.